0: Hey everybody! The podcast is back after a bit of a hiatus. Of course, I've had some changes in my life taking over as voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And now that I have my feet underneath me with that job, including the Sports Cage Daily on CKRM from 4 to 6.30, I'm back to doing these on a more regular basis. Thanks for hanging in there, and hopefully you uh, like what you hear. By the way, if you're going to spend some of your hard-earned money, I hope you remember these fine sponsors, like one of our title sponsors, Regina Sports Performance Center, 1464 Broadway Avenue, a new center of excellence for training and rehabilitation of Saskatchewan's elite athletes, featuring indoor football and soccer, Fields, three-on-three basketball courts, and cardio and weight training facilities all under one roof. Plus, veteran therapist Scott Anderson is on site for your physical rehabilitation needs. Our first quarter is brought to you by Face First Medical Aesthetics above Gabos on Dudney Avenue in downtown Regina. Hold off father time in a naturally-looking way. is known for her caring, no-pressure approach. You can find Face First Medical Aesthetics on all social media platforms. Time now to talk with an up-and-coming lineman, grade 11 student at Miller High School in Regina, Kyle Mannion. All right, Kyle Mannion, coming off a U18 championship in Kelowna. Tell me about that game.
1: Well, sir, that was crazy. Like, it felt so surreal to be there in Kelowna and being able to win it for Saskatchewan. Like, I love being on a team with all my guys and all my buddies and when we actually win it all it just means the world.
0: We'll talk about that in a second your buddies I mean, but uh, what position do you play in the offensive line?
1: I play left guard.
0: Okay. Have you always been an offensive lineman?
1: Yes sir I have.
0: Okay. How big are you Kyle? I'm
1: um, 6 foot 2 90.
0: 6 foot 2 290. Okay, yeah. By the way, don't call me sir. That's my dad. I'm ballsy. You can call me ballsy. We're friends. <laughs> sir, sure <thing>. sir, ma- <laughs> sir makes me feel old. Uh, Kyle, now talk about your buddies because you've got some buddies from the Miller Marauders team also on this team. So just talk about uh, you guys are like the four horsemen there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I got Keaton Baczynski. Like crazy. He's our left tackle. And we got Carlos MacArthur. He's our D lineman. And then we got Emmett Reinhardt. He's our right guard.
0: So you guys were all on this team, and you're all with the Miller Marauders too. Uh, also, yeah. so 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 you've all led teams to a city championship, a provincial championship, a national championship, and also an international championship in Vegas and San Antonio. Tell us about that too.
1: Lots of work. We we put in lots of work throughout COVID. When lots of people are sitting down, we were up and working, and that's I think that's the game changer.
0: Yeah. So, talk about your work and what does that uh, what does that entail for you? Your off season workouts. Who do you work out with?
1: Well, I worked out with Mike Davis. He was a great trainee, like trainer. He made us run hills and lift weights and just make us more explosive and flexible. He did lots of work for us, and that made a big in- impact.
0: So, tell me, uh, Kyle Mannion, what what did the Selects Football Program do for you?
1: Lots. Lots. When when I wasn't allowed to play for some programs here in Regina, Selects opened up opportunities for me to be able to play my position and then work hard and get better at my position. So tell me,
0: what, what do you mean by not being able to play in some programs? What do you mean by that?
1: There, there was some weight limits oh. for some programs. Yeah. And I was forced to play either with guys two years to three years older than me or I wouldn't be able to play at all.
0: Is it tough being the bigger guy? Now, you'd normally say, no, it's not because you can have your way with people. But, you know, <laughs> when, you're, when you're a young guy growing up like that and you can't play with your buddies because you're too big, how does that make you feel? How does that weigh on you mentally? Because mental side's a it, big deal.
1: It, it was tough. It, I was fortunate to be um, put into a team with great coaching and great peers. So they really helped me through it, but it was it was tough at the start. It it hurt. Did you always like being a lineman? You know, you're a lineman
0: because they put the biggest guy on the line, either offense or defensive line. When you're first starting football, did you like it, or did you always have a desire to play something else?
1: I honestly loved it. Of course, every kid's dream is to be a quarterback or a receiver because you get the ball, right? Yeah. For but sure. as soon as I played on the line, it it was fantastic i just i love to hit guys and it's it was great the work that we put together we're always we're a unit and it's just it comes together and i love it
0: i think i know the answer to this run block or pass block
1: run all the time
0: like to take it Do you like to pull and and run out in those little dbs and linebackers
1: (laughs) 100 yeah. percent yeah yeah
0: okay so uh talk to me about that position though because it's a really interesting position you don't get a lot of glory the only time people notice you the fans that is is except for your mom maybe is when you <laughs> when you got a holding penalty or something like that when you do something wrong and your whole deal is to sacrifice your body for the glory of your teammates what do you like about that aspect
1: i love it i love being in the shadows, just working. I love all the guts, no glory. It's it's my favorite. Working with a team and working as the anchor of a team is my favorite. So be, I love it.
0: So being in the shadows, Kyle, Manning, does that have something to do with the fact that you kind of stuck out as you were growing up as the bigger guy? You don't like the attention. You just like to be in the background.
1: I love it, yeah. I love to be just quiet and do my work.
0: So, so how can you be quiet and a gentle giant off the field and then flip a switch and smoke guys on the field? How do you do that?
1: It's a switch. You've got to, you have to gain it throughout your time playing the sport because, yeah, you can't be big and mean off the field, but on the field you want to be as mean as you can.
0: What do the Miller Marauders look like coming up this year as you go into your grade 11 year?
1: Great. We're, we're looking fantastic. I'm really excited to play with all the guys again and just work. Do you have
0: a good returning team?
1: Of course, we do. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, and uh, do you have any goals? Like, uh, what? Well, you do have goals. That's a dumb question. Uh, What I mean is, what are your goals after high school? Have you looked that far ahead? Like, do you have a do you have a mind in playing locally, going away for university? What do you want to do?
1: Um, anything that comes up, I I will take anything, and I will look at it, and I will make sure to check out what I what my options are, and I'll go from there.
0: Who's been your biggest influence in your football career?
1: My biggest influence in my football career has probably been Coach Travis Serk. He he really, his story and his coaching really changed how I looked at life and really turned me into a great young man.
0: And what about your parents? Yeah, you got to have a nice support system at home.
1: Yes, my, my mama and my dad are amazing for me. They, they support me all the time, no matter if I do good or bad. Can even if I lose a game or lose a, like, I don't know, lose a block, they'll always be there to pat me on the shoulder and give me a hug.
0: Ha, lose a game. You don't lose games. They just rattle off everything you want, you bugger.
1: (laughs) That was very true, Ballsy, very true. (laughs) All
0: right, Kyle. Take care, man. Nice chatting with you.
1: Yeah, nice chatting with you, too.
0: Time now to recognize a second title sponsor here for Growing the Game with Ballsy, Advantage Collision in Saskatoon and PA. Is your SGI Elite Accredited Auto Body Repair Shop? Locally owned and a certified collision care OEM approved shop. They provide comprehensive service as part of a worldwide network of best in-class collision repair shops. They manage the entire process on your behalf to ensure everything you need is taken care of. The high-performing, technically advanced team of experts knows how to deliver exceptional workmanship and service in the shortest time possible. Call Advantage Collision, because they care about your safety. Our second quarter is sponsored by Paul Waldo at Royal LePage in Regina. Get in the real estate game with the three-time Grey Cup champ by calling 306-502-5355. Speaking of Paul, he's a graduate of the Regina Thunder Junior Football Program, and the Thunder are making CJFL history by hiring the first full-time female coach adrian zuck will coach the team's dbs this year how does that feel um
2: good i guess
0: (laughs) (laughs) you've coached a long time does it matter to you the female aspect and, and kind of setting history for the thunder
2: and the pfc there, junior football i guess um not at all um i just look at it as an opportunity to continue to grow as a coach um, and, you know, through my coaching career, I've always um, coached both male and female. And um, this population is a little bit different. Um, I guess I've never um, had the opportunity to coach um, men. So this is my first time um, in that um, position.
0: Have you talked to anybody that has, has been a female coach that has uh, tried to coach men or anything like that? Uh, what, what are you expecting?
2: Um, I haven't really talked to like any other female coaches really about it, yeah, um, in terms of what I'm expecting, um not too much of a difference uh, from coaching women um or I mean the maturity level, just because of the age that um that I'm coaching, um but yeah, I'm not really expecting i don't know, I guess it really went in with a plan or what. <laughs> expectations really yeah um just look at it as you know um a job i guess as a coach and um making the players the you know the best that they can be and help them achieve their goals
0: it's kind of cool though you're the first full-time female coach in canadian junior football history that's a historic league Uh, that hasn't rubbed off on you uh, at all you're kind of nonchalant about it adrian i
2: I never really put a ton of thought into it, and honestly, like I said, I just kind of look at it as like, you know, I started, you know, coaching uh, with RMF and then progressed my way into high school, and, you know, the Thunder and Scott McCauley gave me the opportunity to continue to grow um, as a coach. So um, I guess no I never really thought about it in terms of in, until after the fact everyone's like oh I you know I think you might be the first CMOs like I I don't I don't know.
0: No that's got, it's and, cool um, it's a cool story you were uh, w- yeah. on the inaugural Regina Riot helping them to win three championships as an all-star linebacker like you said you went and coached high school after RMF Tom Winston Knoll and Campbell what do you think your mm-hmm. best what do you, what do you think your best attribute is as a coach Adrian
2: um, I think it's just, like, um, staying positive or seeing kind of um, what athletes, like, kind of end goals are. And that's something that, you know, I incorporated in when I was coaching with youth is, is like, what are they getting out of it? Or what does football or that time being on the field mean to them? And um, I guess that's the big difference as well, too, between, um, you know, coaching RMF and high school is um, the goals of the athletes, right? So you know, sometimes in high school, it's you know the experience of being on a team and representing you know your high school in a fun you know semi-competitive environment. Sometimes I guess really competitive. Um, but then kind of moving up forward into you know now the CJFL, you know, there are players that you know have. Um, you know have goals to to make it you know to the next level to be professional um athletes so um that's really cool to to see that and be involved or be a part of that or the opportunity to be a part of that
0: yeah, you've started at the uh, the ground floor like r m f worked your way all the way up. Do you have aspirations yeah. to go pro eventually maybe and and try uh, coaching in the pros <laughs> I
2: don't know. <laughs> I don't want to say anything right now. I just, you know, I'm learning a lot and, um, you know, Mm -hmm. being around the Thunder guys and their, you know, great coaching staff. So, um, you know, for now it's like, I don't want to say it's overwhelming, but I'm learning a ton. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll take it one step at a time. And, you know, like um, i got a young family and I'm a professional as well too. So you kind of got to figure out that um, balance um, in life. Uh, So, but...
0: Yeah. So talk about that because you you, you're a you're a nurse practitioner at Four Direction Community Health Center and you've got two mm-hmm. young kids. Uh you gotta yeah. have a good you gotta have a good support system at home with your husband.
2: Oh, absolutely. And our families um as well too. You know, both my parents and his parents. Um, and you know, our extended family. Like that's really like, you know, the behind the scenes that makes, you know, our unit able to coach um, you know, both the women's um, league in the spring, and then you know, now see JFL in high school in the fall. Like, if we didn't have them, that that wouldn't happen.
0: Yeah, of course. You're so I'm
2: uh, really appreciative that that's there.
0: Yeah, your husband, Catelyn Kazama. So, that's uh, that's that's awesome. Yeah, well, congratulations. Thank you, Adrienne. I appreciate it. Take care. Thank you. <music> Our third quarter is sponsored by our friends at Hammer Time Roofing. Thanks to Kevin Welsh for getting on board with this podcast. Dude is a great community guy who has spoken with his wallet, supporting his Rough Riders and this podcast. Hammer Time Roofing is Saskatoon's only certified roofing business. They specialize in GAF, CertainTeed, and Malarkey Roofing products. Give them a call at 262 262- roof this quarter is dedicated to the memory of longtime Regina Minor football president Kelly Hamilton, who recently passed away at the age of 62 after losing a tough battle with cancer. I caught up with his longtime friend Len Antonini. Thanks for taking our call, Len. Um, I don't know where to start. Does it seem real yet?
3: No, I don't think it, it actually set, sunk in yet. But uh, you know, it's not a very happy day for uh, Regina Minor football or the football communities. So,
0: yeah, so uh I've been calling you uh, the dynamic duo. Kelly, Kelly, it's almost like Kelly would tell you what to buy and you'd go raise money and that's how it was like a married couple in some respects. Just talk about your very intimate, uh, sometimes intense but strong relationship with Kelly Hamilton.
3: Yeah, I know we had a we had a great relationship. You know we go back a long way. We played high school football together and then played with the Rams together and you know we've done a lot of a lot of different things together, and uh, it was um, probably uh, 1999 when I first mentioned to him that I needed him to come on on board here with at Regina Minor Football to be the president of you know of uh, of the organization. And you know I kind of lied to him. I told him I'd take two or three meetings a uh, a week or two or three meetings a year, and we ended up uh, you know getting into something where we were, were busy all the time, but. Uh, we really enjoyed each other we we got along all the time it's it, you know we did 23 great cups together and and we worked uh, with tsn and cbc and um you know we never had a fight i don't think in the whole time that we've, we've ever done anything
0: was that because and hey i think you're a good guy len but was, was that more because of him or you there was no fighting
3: well i think no i think that it uh, just a combination of the just our the way we were together it, it, it's funny how we thought the, you know the th- same all the time. Um, you know, like like people say, we were like a married couple. I often joke. He asked me if I could raise a million dollars to build a building, and I. Said, yeah, I could raise a million dollars, and of course the building was four million. So he was a lot like (laughs) like my wife. (laughs) Can I "I have this much money, but I'm going to spend four times? I love it. So did you? He was a great, great guy. Did
0: you get to? Did you get to? uh, You tell me what you want. But did you get to spend some quality time with him at the end? Like, did you get to spend some alone time and reflect on some things with him?
3: Yeah, it's funny because you know, over the years, uh, a lot of times when you're here at the office um, you know, he, he was downstairs and I was upstairs and we kind of stayed out of each other's kitchen because we were always busy. You know, we, we didn't have time to, 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 uh, sit around and, and talk and stuff. But these last couple of years we've, um, you know, we've made a point of, of, you know, if he comes, if we're here at the building together, when, when he was fighting cancer, he, uh, it'd come up where I would go down and, and we had some great talks and, you know, it, uh, um, we I, we actually thought uh we both thought that he was gonna beat it and he was a very positive guy and, and uh you know it it's something that um you know I, I'm I I was surprised uh, that he, he went as quickly as he did.
0: Yeah, this is a Len Antonini with the Regina Minor Football League talking about past president uh, Kelly Hamilton and uh, longtime uh, member of Regina Minor football. Did you guys? Did you guys ever in those in that story time when you're sitting down in the equipment section there, uh, stare out at that field and that facility and say, "Man, look what we were a part of. Look what we've accomplished." I know you're not bragging, but did you ever? Pi- Come on, man. You
3: guys didn't say, "Man, this is great. Look what we were a part of." Yeah, yeah. It's pretty special. Um, I remember the one day when. You know, Dean Mikowski was out coaching spring league, and and uh Vincent Donaldson, and you know, uh, a bunch of guys that that had played uh, Ram football they were out on the field, and we looked out the window, and, and that, that that was one of the times that we could say, look at look at look at what we've uh, you know what we've been able to do. That you know, we also sat and uh, had some good talks with him, you know, in the last couple months, and, and talked about you know what were the highlights of his life, and you know the low low. Uh, Low times of his life, and he often he often talked about the highlights I mean his his family his his wife and his kids um were a big part of his highlights but he did we did talk about you know the 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 days when we uh when the building was complete and we you know we had been in the building for over a year we really hadn't seen anything that we didn't didn't need and uh, you know the building was exactly what we wanted and he was he was a big he was the one that designed the idea of, of what we wanted and what we needed here, like people say, um, I raised the money and he spent it. But boy, oh boy, did he do did he do a, a fantastic job in in uh, you know getting our money's worth that's for sure.
0: Why why did you go to him and say hey you got to be the president of this thing? Was it because you didn't want to do it, or is it because uh,
3: because what no, did you see in him? Well, in those days, you know, we were we weren't as big as we were now. I saw that Kelly Hamilton was always you know, we were best friends. You know, he played in the c f l he had a bit of a name you know um it was a you know he was a he was a big big pitcher and and i knew i knew how good he was at what we did We roomed together you know when we played with the Rams for five years we played all five years and made every road trip so um i I just knew that he he was the type of guy that i that we needed to to you know go to the next next level and you know when you take a look at where where we went from you know. Uh, you think about it you know 20 years ago or 25 years ago when you know we didn't have a very good field we didn't have very good um uh, equipment um, mm-hmm. you know the the kids weren't as good as they are now the coaching wasn't as good as it is now and you know now you take a look at it and you take you know we've got one of the best fields we've got brand new turf right now being put in uh we got oh, we got a million dollars worth of equipment we we have our football players are unbelievable you know when you look at what we do with the u16 and u18 and uh you know even our coaching the coaching has gotten way better over the years you know with ryan all and and kelly and and all these guys you know but you know bring, having the right ideas of why why you coach at this level i think it's it's uh he was a big part of all of that uh
0: so len um if you had to, can you break it down for me? And maybe it's too hard. Is there is when you think of Kelly? Is there one memory, one thing? Is it rooming on the road? One thing about your best buddy that you're going to that you'd flash back to if you could?
3: Well, I, th- I think the biggest thing is just um, how how we never we never did really argue or fight or it just seemed like we were always on the same page. You know whether whether it was you know we had a great company. said, so let's go to meet you at McDonald's. You know, we never argued about where we were going or, you know, let's go to the keg or what. It just seems like we were always on the same page together. And if we ever weren't, we we just talked it out, you know. And a lot of times, you know, sometimes we did it his way. Sometimes we did it, you know, my way. And, and, uh, you know, um, we we tried to stay out of each other's kitchen. He was just, uh, you know, he was a great great, uh, friend. He was a great firefighter. He was a great uh, coach. He was a great dad. He was a great husband. You know, he's just a great person. So uh, it's pretty easy to get along with him. And, you know, he he helped me in a lot of ways, actually, Kelly. So it's... uh it's going to be we're
0: going to miss him a lot. Yeah, well, uh, uh, part of the dynamic duo, uh, he, he's he gone but not forgotten. We're still talking to the other half, and uh, you described him, and that's a pretty good description of yourself. Thanks for taking time out of uh, your schedule, Len, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you down the line. But for now, our thoughts and prayers are with the Hamilton family and with his good buddy, Len Antonini, and everybody in the football community. Thanks for your time.
3: Yeah, thanks a lot, Baldi. I'll talk to you another time.
0: This is the fourth quarter stretch, and we recognize our third title sponsor, John Ryan. He is Regina football royalty, as you know, and he's given back to the game and the city he loves for years. And you know he's still gonna do that even though he is not a Saskatchewan Rough Rider anymore. John recently made the news when he was traded from Hamilton to Edmonton. Let's switch gears and talk with our buddy John Ryan, who was signed by the Hamilton Tiger Cats, but never made it on the field and was traded to the Edmonton Elks in a real head scratcher. If you ask me, what is going on here, man? (laughs)
4: I'm just just along for the ride. You know, I'm just uh, grateful to have another opportunity to play football. I've been here in Hamilton for a few weeks and it just didn't quite work out here. And uh, you know they always say if you're getting traded, that's a good thing because someone else wants it. You're not just being released. So uh,
0: I'll take it, and we'll see what happens with Edmonton. But why did they why did they sign you in the first place? Like, what was the reason? <laughs> what was the reasoning? Like, I'm serious about this. Yeah, um, you know it,
4: it, was, it was an interesting situation. Um, you know, I, I can't really answer that. You have to ask uh coach o or uh the GM here but uh I can't really answer that question for you.
0: Were you shocked though? Like you get up there and you're and you're not playing and and then you get traded, you must have been you're my, you must be scratching your head going like what's going on here.
4: <laughs> it, it, I'll just say it was uh, interesting. You know, I kind of came here signed here expecting to uh play right away. Uh and when that didn't happen, it just kind of uh went the uh, went, to, went to a direction that I wasn't uh wasn't uh, expect and uh now we're We're uh, going to Edmonton, and uh, I'm pumped about that.
0: Okay, we'll talk about that in a second. But was it, I would assume it's not performance. It's certainly not wage because you're not getting rich. So, like, do you feel like you can still, you're kicking it well, everything's good?
4: Yeah, no, I feel great on the field. Um, You know, I'm coming back off of this injury, and I'm I'm 100% now. uh, And, you know, I'm I'm making league minimum. It's not about the the money um, for either side of it. So, uh, you know, as I said, it just didn't work out here.
0: And so you're going to Edmonton, which is closer to, to your roots at home here in Saskatchewan, and you're uh, playing for Chris Jones, a guy you know.
4: Yeah, yeah, I have a tre- tremendous amount of respect for Chris Jones. Uh, he's, uh, I always call him the ultimate recruiter. Uh, he started calling me back in uh, 2018 when I was released by the uh, the uh, Seattle Seahawks, and he's been in touch with me, you know, uh, off and on for, for four or five years now. So he's made it very clear to me that he wants he wants me to play for him, and uh, I'm pretty excited for this opportunity to uh, fin- finally be uh, connected with him.
0: Yeah how did you how did you in your career like kicking at uh, at Commonwealth Stadium? That's a that's a wide open big stadium. What's it like to punt there?
4: Yeah, in the summer it's fantastic. You know, it's a uh, it's a little bit of a sunken bowl, big stadium to block a bit of the wind. Uh, and I've had some some great games there in the summer, and I've had some terrible games there in the winter. It's, it's, it's a rough it's a rough spot as as a lot of the Prairie. Uh, prairie stadiums are in the uh you know october november months so uh i'm looking forward to getting there and kind of uh you know kicking that a little bit more than i have in the past and hopefully get get used to that facility
0: yeah so uh, uh i don't know if you've looked at the schedule or not but the riders are playing there in a couple of weeks Uh you must be smiling like a butcher's dog uh,
4: i have looked at the schedule it's already circled <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's uh, one of the one other thing, Chris Jones said it right away, we got the riders the second week you're here. So, uh, pretty excited about that, you know, just to be able to see those guys again, to see Dicky again, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, gets your competitive juices going to go up against an old team like that. <laughs>
0: been a while between installments of growing the game with Ballsy. We need to do an extra point. Nathan Cherry, the third overall selection from the BC Lions, was in town with the Leos the other day to take on your Saskatchewan Rough Riders. In fact, it was quite a representation of U of S Huskies in that game. You had Nathan Cherry and Riley Pickett on the sidelines. The coach of the offensive line is Kelly Bates, a former U of S Husky and CFLer. Then on the rider side of things, he had Nelson Lacombo along with Evan Johnson and Nick Daly, who played with both the Huskies and the Rams and BC Junior football. And we have to mention Noah Zur to a draft pick out of the U of S who's on the BC Lions roster, but didn't play in that game. Anyway, I had a chance to catch up to Cherry just before he came into town for that big football game. All right, Nathan Cherry. Uh, so
5: far, so good. Your first year in the CFL? Yeah, it's been so far pretty good. i um, just kind of still getting adjusted to it. It's been um, it's been a blast, you know, able to live out here with Kicking um, and Zer. So yeah, it's it's all been so good so far.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that. So you guys are you guys are shacking up together, you and your former teammates?
5: Yeah, yeah. All three of us are in a house together. So it's been um, it's been really good makes
0: it makes it affordable right like you got a Haggerty all by himself out there in toronto and you three huskies are at least being able to split the rent how how tough is it to make it on a cfl salary in bc man
5: <laughs> it definitely doesn't help living here in bc it's um everything costs a little more it's just uh it's just a little bit more expensive to do everything but having those three to be able to split the rent makes things a lot more affordable.
0: Yeah, so I am I think your GM McAvoy may have been onto something. He's like, okay, I got to get – because, you know, Saskatchewan kids, maybe you were asked this, maybe you weren't. Because a lot of kids who get drafted, uh, they get asked, I've been told, hey, once your first contract's up, you're probably just going to go back and sign in Saskatchewan. So teams get leery about drafting guys. But if he drafts three of them, maybe you're more likely to stay out there together as a pack.
5: yeah you might have been up to something with that yeah we've had a we've honestly had a blast out here so far just kind of still early such a long season right so we've been um getting to know each other a lot more that's for sure
0: okay so talk about you and Pickett have got some playing time uh how's it gone for you nathan cherry in terms of the adjustment i heard you were all the talk in training camp guys like boom Guachum, and then uh, who's your fellow defensive lineman and then guys in the offensive line are like where did this picket kid or where did this uh, cherry kid come from tell me about it
5: oh yeah it was good yeah i, I thought i had a really good training camp still kind of getting adjusted as far as the game speed is in games go but it's got to be patient you don't get a ton of snaps per game so just when you're out there you got to make them count and the the big plays will come it's just, got, it's just a matter of time
0: they've talked a lot about your violent hands you've got really violent hands which i'm saying in a good way is an attribute have you always had the the the, the uh in terms of your hand work have you always had that is that something you've worked on continually
5: um, it was a bit natural, but also just spending time in the weight room and on the practice field, just learning how to use them more more efficiently and more aggressively just over the years has kind of developed. So who's been helping
0: you out uh, in terms of uh, getting you indoctrinated into the CFL and up to speed?
5: Um, Matthew Betts for sure. Um, he's a good vet. He um, came from U sports as well, so having him uh, next to me has been a huge help. And then also Coach Bowman. um our defensive line coach, John Bowman, was in the CFL for a very long time, so he knows his in and outs. He's an excellent coach. He's amazing to have, so I couldn't imagine having any other coach.
0: Yeah, talk, that guy's a, a sack master. I mean, uh, <laughs> he was like a fine wine. He got better with age. What's the best piece of advice he's given you so far, Nathan Cherry?
5: Um, Just to be consistent, you know, just be um, the same person every day. Don't have super high highs or low lows. Just up to work every day and give your best and good things will happen
0: so would you say nathan that you're ahead of the curve in your own mind in terms of how things are going early on here
5: oh uh, yeah i think i'm just kind of on pace um i wish i could have had some big more big plays happen and um, i banged up my knee a little bit during the bye week so that's been a bit of a setback but we're still getting it's still early in the season i expect to get out there and make a lot more plays as the season goes on how did you bang up your knee Oh, I was just a freak just um I was just running around the corner and just kind of popped a little bit but it was nothing too serious it's almost 100% now so
0: it's interesting right because we're already getting close to what would be a a full regular season for a U Sports guy. It's going to be about pacing, isn't it?
5: Yeah, I was talking to some guys in the locker room about that today actually. It's more it's definitely a marathon on a sprint. Like last year in U Sports we only had six games in the regular season. It was a very short season compared to this it's 18 games regular season so it's more about just staying healthy staying in shape making sure you're lifting weights doing cardio just doing all the little things right because if you don't do it that stuff will catch up to you by the end of the season
0: when i talked to you like two minutes after you got drafted you had just settled down to have pizza and and maybe an adult beverage and all of a sudden your phone rings and you've been drafted by the bc lions that high you expected to be drafted but not that high are you uh, still pinching yourself or is it settled in that you're a professional football player or because you're with your old husky teammates it's almost like <laughs> we're in university only we're professionals
5: yeah, it's been a bit of everything. Yeah. Sometimes I got to I wake up and I kind of forget. It's like, wow, I really am here. Not still in Sask, but um it's been an amazing experience so far. I'm lucky to got drafted here with all my buddies, so yeah. that's made everything so good.